This week's episode of Catch, Hook, and Shoot is dedicated to New Jack. Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host. Today is Sunday, May 16th, 2021. It is the day of WrestleMania Backlash, and we'll be getting into my preview and predictions of that show here in just a little bit. But first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for watching, listening, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, Make sure you check out uh, catchhookshoot.com where you can find all the podcasts, all the videos, all the interviews, all that kind of fun stuff, everything related to the show, including the uh, the Catch, Hook, and Shoot shop. So head over there and check that out. That's catchhookshoot.com. Make sure you're following on social media on all platforms. You can find the show at catchhookshoot. Head to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for bonus content, which drops at the beginning of every month. Twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot is where we do our watch parties, which I uh, haven't done one in a little while here, so I'm probably going to be having one coming up pretty soon. Keep an eye on social media for that. Head to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot for all your t-shirt needs, and you can find all that and a whole lot more at our link tree, which is linktree slash catchhookshoot, or you can scan this little QR code right here in the corner of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So, uh, once again, starting off the show on a sad note, uh, as you guys saw and heard at the top of the show, uh, New Jack passed away this uh, this past week at the age of 58 years old from an apparent heart attack. Um, yeah, if you, if you were an ECW fan back in the day, you know all about New Jack and just how crazy his matches were. I mean... Uh, you know, if you were watching an ECW show, if New Jack was on the card, you were pretty much guaranteed that was going to be the wildest, most violent match on the show. Um, you know, he uh, just did some of the craziest spots you ever saw, diving out of the balconies and using pretty much anything he could get his hands on as a weapon, from staple guns to guitars to literal kitchen sinks and, and like I said, anything he could get his hands on. Just, uh, you know... Uh, had his fair share of controversy surrounding him with some of the stuff that he did in and out of the ring, but uh, when it when it comes down to it, as far as that era of wrestling and as far as ECW goes, he was a true legend uh, in the business and uh, just way way too too soon. He was way way too young to uh, you know to have passed away uh, when he did. But uh, yeah, rest in peace to New Jack. So let's uh, get into our normal happenings for the week, and we're going to start everything off like we always do with our Match of the Week. So for the Match of the Week this week, we are looking at AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday, and it was the Tag Team Championship match between the Young Bucks and SCU, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Uh... I mean, it was pretty much exactly what you'd expect from these two teams. Just a fantastic match. Uh, Christopher Daniels was busted open the hard way during the match. Um, you know, took a uh, super kick into the one of the uh, the ring posts and just busted his eye open really good. Uh, but uh, just an awesome, awesome match between these two teams. And uh, the, the Young Bucks were successful in retaining the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, and we'll talk about the implications of that in uh, in just a minute here. But, uh, yeah, if you have not seen this match yet, make it a point to go check it out. It's one of the best tag team matches you're going to see. And just, uh, yeah, 
one of the best tag team matches you're going to see from two of the best tag teams on the planet right now. So, uh, yeah, Young Bucks versus SCU AEW Tag Team Championship from Dynamite this past Wednesday. So let's move right into our next segment of the show where I count down my top three highlights of the week, and that is called the three count. Number one on the three count, uh, Alexa Bliss and Lily, Monday Night Raw, keeping keeping their eye on someone. I mean, they uh, they came out during a uh, six-woman tag team match between uh, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Asuka taking on Charlotte, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax. And, uh, you know, they didn't uh, weren't specific as to who they were watching. Uh, Alexa just said Lily's keeping her eye on someone. Uh, so, assuming it's one of the six women in the ring, um, I'm thinking it may be Charlotte. You know, that would really be a way to uh, just kind of thrust Alexa Bliss right to the top of the women's division um, when she gets back in the ring. So, that's my that's my guess, but uh, who who knows? Could be any any one of them. But uh, yeah, Alexa Alexa and Lily keeping keeping an eye on someone from the stage during this uh, six woman tag team match. Number two on the three count, uh, promo from Cody Rhodes on Dynamite this past week, uh, laying out a challenge to Anthony Gogo for double or nothing, and basically made the point that he, for this match, for one night only, he is not the American Nightmare. He will be known as the American Dream, which got a bit of a mixed reaction online. People people love to talk about, you know, second, third generation wrestlers riding their their family name, you know, riding the coattails of whoever came before them. And, you know, I'm sorry, it takes more than a name to make it in pro wrestling. Uh, Cody Rhodes has, has worked his ass off. Same thing with Dustin Rhodes. Same thing with Charlotte, who catches a lot of, a lot of heat in this area. You know, it's just people being ignorant is the, the best word for it but uh so yeah cody rhodes will be introduced as the american dream in his match against anthony agogo and this springs from you know they're make they're kind of making it the um you know american versus the quote-unquote foreigner in anthony agogo anthony uh, of course from great britain and uh you know the previous week on dynamite laid out cody rhodes and laid the uh, the british flag over the top of him so they're you know making it the the uh, country pride type of type of deal with with this rivalry so uh, i mean i'm liking it it's very old school very traditional wrestling the the all-american baby face and the evil foreign heel you know it um i don't know if it's the first time the evil foreign heel has actually been somebody british i mean back in the day it was always like you know russian like uh, the koloffs or nikolai volkov or you know you had the iron sheik from iran uh so the, this is the first time in my recollection, I'm probably wrong, but uh, the first time that that evil foreign heel is actually uh, somebody somebody who's British. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's a throwback. It's very old school, and I, I'm digging it, so I can't wait to see the match. And uh, yeah, the you know, Cody catches so much heat online about putting himself in, in the spotlight and everything like that, but look at look at the just the last year or so with Cody. After he lost, especially after he lost the TNT Championship to uh, to Darby Allen, you know he hasn't hasn't been in any prominent storylines. He's had matches, you know, here and there, but uh, he's mostly been about, you know, showcasing the younger guys and getting guys TV time and you know giving them the time to show what they can do in the ring and and stuff like that. So I think he's been doing a damn good job of putting over young talent, and I don't think uh, this is going to be any different with Anthony Agogo. I'm looking at this to be a damn good match. Uh, right, and number three on the three count, building off of the match of the week, the Bucks and SCU, as a result of SCU not winning the tag team championships, they are officially uh, done as a tag team. You know, this is something that Frankie Kazarian said a number of months ago when they were on a bit of a losing streak. He's like, the next time we lose, we're done as a tag team. And they, you know, stayed true to their word. They went on a nice undefeated streak there, worked themselves up to number one contenders, and, um, you know, were not able to get past the Young Bucks. Now, there was quite a bit of shenanigans going on in this match. It wasn't exactly uh, a fair fight because the Bucks, you know, of course had their... Uh, there are people out there, the uh, the Good Brothers and that kind of stuff. So you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't exactly a fair fight. But the the uh, SCU guys, you know, stay true to their word, and they are no longer a tag team, which uh, to me is pretty sad. I mean, SCU uh, or 
or uh, Bad Influence or The Addiction or whatever you want to call them, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, one of my favorite tag teams over the last 10 years. I think that's pretty apparent if you, uh, you know, see the beginning of the show every week with uh, uh, SCU, you know, doing my opening promo for me. And uh, so, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a sad moment for me personally. I think for a lot of wrestling fans, I mean, we're losing a, a damn good tag team. And, uh, you know, at one it kind of makes you wonder, is Christopher Daniels done? Like, was this kind of... And you knew when SCU made the announcement, you know, we're going to split up if we the next time we lose a match. You knew it was kind of like their farewell tour. They weren't going to go undefeated for eternity. So, uh, you know, you knew it was coming, and I think it, it was pretty clear to most people that this was going to be that moment. Um, I think it would have been cool to give, give them a, sh- uh, a little bit of a run with the tag titles, but you know, obviously that's not what happened, but uh, you got to wonder, is Christopher Daniels done in the ring now? Because he does also work backstage. He's the head of talent relations for AEW, and, uh, you know, he's been in the wrestling business for a very long time, and I I believe he's in his 50s now, which, I mean, he can still go in the ring. There's no doubt about that, but, uh, you know, you got to wonder, is uh, is Christopher Daniels you know, pretty much done. Now we're going to see Frankie Kazarian, you know, just continuing as a uh, as a single star now. So I'll have to wait and see. So let's get into the uh, news and rumors and results and highlights of the week. I already talked about that six-person tag team match with Mandy, Dana, and Asuka taking on Charlotte, Shayna, and Nia. Uh, Charlotte and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler were victorious in that match, um, even with Alexa and Lily kind of keeping their eye on things. Uh, we saw the return of Jinder Mahal to Monday Night Raw with Inda Sheer in his corner. Picked up a, a pretty quick victory over Jeff Hardy. Not sure what's going on with Jeff Hardy. A lot of speculation about his status with WWE, but by all accounts, he re-signed a new contract last year that uh, you know would carry him through at least 2022 or 2023, depending on you know um, who you who you listen to. So not not really sure what's going on with Jeff Hardy. Uh, then we had another uh, an eight-person tag team match. RK Bro and the New Day picked up a win over Elias, Jackson Riker, almost and AJ Styles. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, the New Day still looking to get their uh, their tag team titles back from AJ and almost. Uh, Sheamus defeated Humberto Carrillo. This was actually due to a referee stoppage. Carrillo went for a sunset flip powerbomb to the outside of the ring and just took a nasty landing. Like, Sheamus landed right on top of him because Carrillo didn't get his feet under him when he uh, did the flip over the rope. So, uh, but uh, by all accounts, he is okay. Um, just looked like the way that Sheamus landed on him, he, he probably just, uh, you know, shook him up pretty good, knocked the wind out of him pretty good, to say the least. But uh, by all accounts, Humberto Carrillo is okay. He did not sustain any serious injuries in that one, so that's definitely good to hear. Uh, Shelton Benjamin got a win over his former partner, Cedric Alexander, so they're looks like they're continuing with that storyline of the former uh, Hurt Business members. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka in a match that was uh, put together by uh, uh, Sonya Deville at Charlotte's request, apparently, to uh, basically weaken the two of them for backlash coming up. Uh, Damian Priest defeated John Morrison, and as a result of that, he gets to pick the stipulation for his match with The Miz at Backlash, and he picked the Lumberjack match so that The Miz can't run away. So it uh, should, be, should be interesting. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Bobby Lashley by disqualification when Braun Strowman came out and just uh, basically took out both of them, but he went after Drew first, so that resulted in Lashley getting disqualified, but then uh, Strowman went after Lashley as well, So that uh, and that pretty much ended the show. Uh, moving on to NXT, Karrion Cross defeated Austin Theory. This was a result of uh, last week, Theory kind of uh, storming into William Regal's office with Johnny Gargano and uh, kind of staring at Scarlett Bordeaux while she was in their meeting with Regal. And so, yeah, that resulted in uh, in a match with Karrion Cross, which Theory pretty much just got the crap kicked out of him. But the uh, interesting part of this was after the match, Finn Balor entered the ring and confronted Karrion Cross, wanting his rematch for the NXT Championship. We found out that's going to take place in two weeks, so uh, can't wait for that one. Uh, MSK defeated Breezango. Uh, Pete Dunne came out, cut a promo on Karrion Cross, saying that you know he should be the next one in line for a title match and, and that kind of thing, and then laid down an open challenge that was answered by Leon Ruff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Ruff, uh, even though he got the upper hand right away because he jumped Dunne, 
pretty much from behind. He basically blindsided him, but uh, Dunn recovered quickly and picked up the win in that one. We found out uh, also in two weeks we're going to finally see the in-ring debut of Frankie Monet, formerly known as Taya Valkyrie. So um, I'm interested to see that. I don't know who her opponent's going to be, but uh, yeah, Taya, one of one of the best female wrestlers in the world, um, has wrestled pretty much everywhere. So it should be interesting to see her NXT debut. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez retained the NXT Women's Championship against Mercedes Martinez in a pretty damn good match there, too. Uh, it's definitely another one I would suggest checking out. And then uh, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory attacked Bronson Reed in the locker room. Now, this is uh, pretty much because Bronson Reed has a North American title match next week. And trying to take uh, Gargano's trying to take Reed out beforehand didn't really work. So, uh, yeah, they, we've got that North American Championship match still coming up next week. Then we saw a promo from the new faction known as Hit Row, which is uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti the Adonis, AJ Francis, who's now known as Top Dollar, and uh, Brianna Brandy, who is now known as B-Fab. Um, so pretty much just an intro to this new faction. Um, AJ Francis, of course, is the uh, the one who is kind of the main person in the WWE Lost Treasure show on A&E. It goes around trying to recover uh, WWE memorabilia. So uh, cool to see him, uh, you know, getting uh, getting some TV time on NXT. And I, I'm liking this faction, so I'm interested to see where it's going to go, who they're going to be feuding with. Uh, so we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, Ted DiBiase, again, foiling the plans of Cameron Grimes by outbidding him on a house. And uh, we found out DiBiase is going to be live on NXT next week. So I am very interested to see what is going to happen with him and him and Cameron Grimes. I mean, we're not going to see DiBiase in a match against Grimes. We know that. But could we see DiBiase maybe, you know, introducing a new talent to take on Cameron Grimes, kind of the new million-dollar man, if it, as it were? Or could we see DiBiase maybe managing Cameron Grimes, trying to show him how to be the the new million-dollar man? So uh, I'm curious to see where, uh, where that's going to go. Uh, we also found out next week we're going to finally see a rematch between Zoe Stark and Tony Storm. I cannot wait to see this. Zoe Stark uh, has been really a breakout star in NXT the last few months since her debut in the uh, the Women's Dusty Classic. So I can't wait to see this match with her and Tony Storm. And then uh, Kyle O'Reilly got a win over Oni Lorcan. The end of that match, uh, Pete Dunne came in, went on the attack against O'Reilly with Lorcan, and uh, we saw the return of Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly's former tag team partner came out, made the save. Uh, the two of them, you know, had a face-to-face in the ring, basically saying, you know, still all the respect and everything is still there, but uh, Kyle O'Reilly's on his own thing. Bobby Fish is going to be on his own thing. So, the, you know, that, that I think, is the official end to the Undisputed Era. I mean, we haven't seen Roderick Strong since he put in his resignation, as it were. So I'm still wondering where he's going to pop up. Is he going to be on Raw or SmackDown or kind of get repackaged and come back to NXT? But uh, Bobby Fish has made his return. And um, we haven't seen Adam Cole in a couple weeks either. So could we see maybe Bobby Fish taking on Adam Cole next? Um, you know, Adam Cole maybe kind of going through the former members of the, the Undisputed Era. We'll have to wait and see. And uh, we also found out, uh, as a result of Gargano and Theory attacking Bronson Reed, that the uh, the North American Championship match coming up next week is going to be a cage match. So that should be <laughs> should be interesting seeing those two in a cage. And then in the main event, Kushida retained the Cruiserweight Championship against Santos Escobar in a two out of three falls match, which. Uh, yeah, this was a strong contender for Match of the Week, so this is another one I definitely suggest going back to check out. Moving on to NXT UK, Noam Dar got a win over Nathan Fraser in a Heritage Rules match with, with a little bit of help from from Shaw Samuels, but this was a very good match between, I would have to say, two of the top guys in NXT UK. Um, then we had the women's uh, gauntlet match for the number one contendership for the uh, the UK Women's Championship, and Mako Satomura replaced an injured Zaya Brookside. Of course, Zaya Brookside was attacked last week in the locker room, so she was taken out of the match. Replaced by Mako Satomura, who did win that match and was attacked by Kylie Ray afterwards. Kylie Ray came in, shook her hand, you know, showing respect, and as Mako Satomura bowed to uh, uh, to Kaylee Ray. Sorry, I think I said Kylie Ray. Kaylee Ray. Um, as Mako Satomura bowed, Kaylee Ray super kicked her head off, so uh, it's not going to be as friendly of a match this next time around. 
uh, on SmackDown. We'll Open the show with a promo from uh, Roman Reigns and Jay Uso, which was interrupted by Jimmy Uso, still, uh, you know, not fully on board with Roman and his brother. Uh, put out a challenge to Cesaro just to uh, to prove to Roman that he could he could beat him. So that was set for later on in the night. Uh, we have new women's tag team champions in Natalia and Tamina. They picked up the win over Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So this is this is very cool. I mean, this is Tamina's first legit championship in WWE. I mean, she's been 24-7 champion. Okay, fine. We're not counting that. I'm sorry. So this is Tamina's first women's championship, I guess you could say, in WWE. And, you know, long overdue, very well deserved. And her, her and Natalia... You know, obviously both second-generation stars, just phenomenal in the ring, and both definitely deserve this one. So, uh, you know, uh, congratulations to Natty and Tamina, the new tag te- women's tag team champions. Uh, then we had a, an interesting in-ring presentation from Apollo Crews presenting a medal to Commander Aziz for all of his work and dedication. This, of course, was interrupted by Big E, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, which ended up in a big four-way brawl and then uh it uh adam pierce made the announcement that there will be a fatal four-way intercontinental championship match next week between all four of these guys apollo cruz biggie Sami Zayn, and kevin owens uh ray mysterio got a win over dolph ziggler this of course leading into the tag team championship match going on tonight on uh, backlash we'll get into that in a little bit had a uh, an in-ring promo from bianca belair uh with bailey on the uh the titan tron again this leading to uh, the backlash pay-per-view tonight. Uh, Baron Corbin got a win over Shinsuke Nakamura, but after the match, Shinsuke went on the attack and took uh, King Corbin's crown. So, I, I really hope you know Shinsuke is going to be in line for for another push because uh, you know he's been uh, hasn't been involved in any really heavy storylines in quite a while. So I I hope uh, that that's where this is leading to. Uh, and then the main event, Cesaro defeated Jimmy Uso by disqualification uh, when Roman Reigns interfered. And this ended up with Reigns and both of the Usos kind of going after Cesaro. And Cesaro took all three of them out. He was the one standing tall at the end of the show. Moving on to some AEW news on Elevation. Uh, Eddie Kingston cut a killer promo on the Young Bucks. Uh, you know, I, I would definitely say check that out. Kingston probably... As far as wrestlers go, I mean, I think the best promo person in the business right now is Paul Heyman. But uh, as far as actual wrestlers go, I would have to put Kingston at the top of that list. Definitely check that out. Layla Hirsch got a win over Danny Jordan. I I am such a huge fan of Layla Hirsch. I I really hope they start uh, showcasing her more on Dynamite, getting her into the the title picture getting her up in the rankings um so that that's that's what i'm hoping layla hirsch is damn good uh jungle boy and marco stunt got the win over chaos project kind of a interesting interesting pairing there you know normally we see jurassic express uh it's uh, jungle boy and luchasaurus and we only usually see marco in six-man matches or in singles matches where he's just getting the hell beat out of him but uh so yeah this time it was jungle boy and marco stunt getting the win over chaos project on uh, uh, John Moxley made an appearance on Elevation, picked up a win over Danny Limelight. Uh, on Dark, we had another appearance from Moxley, this time teaming with Eddie Kingston, defeating the team known as Milk Chocolate. Uh, Dante Martin got another win, so he's getting a pretty pretty good little singles push while his brother is out with an injury. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Dante Martin in the mix for the uh, the TNT Championship, maybe, or, you know, just get, you know... Give him a singles push because if you uh, if if you're a fan of MLW if you've been watching MLW for a while, uh, you know you'll know Dante Martin as Airwolf, uh, where you know he wrestled for MLW under a mask for for uh, a number of matches and he is just damn good. So uh, you know hopefully they keep giving him this uh, little bit of a singles push while his brother is recovering from his injury. Uh, Jungle Boy got a win over Marty Casaus, formerly known as Marty the Moth in Lucha Underground. Uh, the Acclaimed got a win over Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. And Powerhouse Hobbs got a win over Mike Seidel. Then moving on to Dynamite, we had the first ever New Japan title defended on an AEW program when John Moxley defended the IWGP United States Championship against Yuji Nagata. This was another one. Strong contender for Match of the Week. Um... Yeah, these guys beat the living shit out of each other, and it was a fantastic match. 
great you know it was a new japan style match is what it was and it was great and uh interesting note on this one moxley came out to the song wild thing by the trogs for his entrance uh so it looks like tony khan may have uh, bought some more music rights which is kind of cool I-, I don't know if that song really fits but i mean obviously i would say it's something that moxley picked so you know uh, i'm I don't know if that's the song that he would use on Independence or if that's what he uses in New Japan. I, I don't know, but it was. I thought it was kind of cool. I like the song. It was just uh, a big departure from uh, his normal entrance music. Uh, then, of course, we saw that in-ring promo from Cody where we found out he's going to be known as the American Dream going into Double or Nothing. And then uh, the Bucks against SCU, we already talked about that. At the end of that match, we saw... Uh, a scene in the back where Moxley and Kingston basically just destroyed the Elite's dressing room. The Elite, of course, the Bucks, the Good Brothers, Kenny Omega. Uh, so, I uh, yeah, I think we're gonna we are probably gonna see Mox and Kingston getting a tag team title shot sooner or sooner or later. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I actually think they. No, nah, you know what? I'm gonna. Leave that alone because I didn't put it in my notes. I thought they did make that match, but I don't have my uh, don't have my notes here, so uh, don't have that in my notes here. But uh, yeah, Mox and Kingston versus Bucks is one that I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, we saw an interview with Christian where he announced he is entering the Casino Battle Royale, a double or nothing, and he will also be taking on Matt Seidel next week. He uh, Christian actually laid down a open challenge to anybody on Team Taz, but Matt Seidel was the one to step up and accept that challenge. So that should be. Should be an interesting match with uh, Christian Cage and Matt Seidel. Um, Then we had the number one contenders match between Pac and Orange Cassidy. This actually ended up being a draw. Um, They had to kind of call an audible a little bit. The uh, uh, Orange Cassidy got knocked unconscious during the course of the match. And uh, so Kenny Omega... And Don Callis actually came out. Don Callis distracted the referee while that was going on. Kenny Omega hit Pack with the belt, knocked him out. So it ended in a double 10 count um, uh, on both guys inside the ring. And by all accounts, it was going to be a draw anyway. That's why they, they did it this way. Uh, it was, But it was originally supposed to be a time limit draw. So, uh, But yeah, as a result of this, Tony Khan made the announcement via Tony Schiavone that the championship match at Double or Nothing will be a triple threat match with Pac and Orange Cassidy taking on Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Next week, we are going to see the Bucks taking on the Varsity Blondes for the Tag Team Championships. And here it is. They did make that announcement. Mox and Kingston will get the uh, shot at the Bucks at Double or Nothing. Uh, We're also going to see Hangman Page taking on Brian Cage at Double or Nothing. That should be a damn good match. Uh, You know, Page basically told Cage to, you know, leave Team Taz in the locker room. Let's do this one-on-one, not like last time. So uh, that should be a damn good match between those two. Then we had the the coronation, quote-unquote, of the Pinnacle, which was, of course, interrupted by the Inner Circle and, uh, you know, came out on... With uh, Sammy Guevara had a, uh, a water cannon, and apparently it was filled with a little bit of the bubbly, and so the uh, the pinnacle ended up getting what what I would call a bubbly bath, as opposed to a uh, beer bath, very reminiscent of the the Stone Cold with the beer truck and that kind of thing, which I'm sure was the point, you know. So uh, fun fun little spot there, and uh, the whole point of this was Inner Circle was challenging the pinnacle to a rematch, which the pinnacle had flat out refused. MJF saying no, and then after the uh, uh, the bubbly bath MJF challenged the inner circle to a stadium stampede match at double or nothing with the stipulation. If the inner circle loses, they have to split up forever. Uh, so looks like we're going to be getting another stadium stampede match for double or nothing, which I'm here for because the one last year was fantastic. Uh, Serena Deeb is going to be defending the NWA women's championship against red velvet next week. So I'm looking forward to that one. Red velvet definitely, uh, you know, is one, that has been a standout in the women's division, so definitely deserves a shot uh, at the NWA Women's Championship. And in the main event, Miro picked up a win over Darby Allen. So Miro is your new TNT champion. And, uh, the, you know, considering the size disparity between these two guys, this was a great match. Um, 
you know, like I said, Miro was victorious, so he is the new TNT champion. Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky made their presence known because they uh, attacked Sting uh, during and after the match, and the save was made by uh, the Dark Order. And during all this chaos, Lance Archer came out and confronted Miro. So, uh, yeah, Archer once once uh, shot at that that TNT championship as well. So that uh, yeah, that's a match that I want to see. Moving on to Impact Wrestling, they had their Under Siege event uh, just uh, yesterday on Saturday. Brian Myers got a win over Black Taurus. Taylor Wilde and Tennille Dashwood defeated Kimberly and Susan. Uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton defeated Petey Williams and TJP. Triple XL and Rohit Raju and Mahabali Shera. So, and this was for uh, the number one contendership for the Impact Tag Team title. So the, uh, yeah, the next ones to get a title shot are Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Uh, w. Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass, got a win over Willie Mack. Uh, Fire and Flava, Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles defeated Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering to regain the Knockouts Tag Team titles. So I'm not sure what this is going to mean for for uh, Grace and Ellering. So I'll have to keep an eye on that one because I, I like them as a tag team. I've been saying that since they put them together. So hopefully it stays, you know, they stay a team for a while. Josh Alexander retained the X Division Championship against El Phantasmo. A little bit of a surprise. I kind of expected uh, ELP to win that one, but uh, Josh Alexander is still the X Division Champion. Deanna Perrazzo retained the Knockouts title against Havoc. Uh, and in another little little bit of a shocker, Eddie Edwards and Finjuice got a win over the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. And then in the six-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact World title, Moose was victorious in this one. And uh, now it looked like Sammy Callahan was actually going to get the win in this one, which if you watched Impact on Thursday, uh, you saw a, a scene in the back with Don Callis kind of watching Sammy Callahan with a, a very worried look on his face. So uh, I think we're eventually going to see Sammy Callahan as the one to uh, go after and possibly unseat Kenny Omega as the uh, the Impact World Champion, but for now, Moose did win this match with a little help from the Good Brothers, and, uh, you know, Moose, the one that uh, Don Callis was kind of, kind of uh, hinting, not even hinting, but uh, Moose is the one that Callis wanted to win, that was pretty obvious, so there's obviously some type of plan in there for, uh, for Moose uh, against Kenny Omega. A little bit of MLW news, uh, their uh, new season has not started yet. Starting July 10th is their their next TV taping for their new season. But uh, Court Bauer was on Xbox podcast this past week and kind of hinted that uh, Azteca Underground is going to be its own entity. Like it's going to be a separate second show for MLW which I think is pretty damn cool so it's kind of like they're reintroducing Lucha Underground obviously they can't call it Lucha Underground it's going to be Azteca Underground um but uh so yeah I'm I'm very interested to see when that's going to start how it's going to work who's going to be a part of it are they going to be able to get you know a good number of the uh Lucha Underground stars, um, you know, are they going to bring in new people? Obviously, they're not going to get, like, Brian Cage and the Lucha Brothers and stuff like that, but um, I'm sure they will have uh, access to uh, some of uh, some of the AAA talent that's out, out there, so uh, I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. Uh, Ring of Honor this week, EC3 and Flip Gordon got a win over the Briscoes, uh, kind of, I would call it a little bit of an upset, uh, Flip Gordon, of course, using the chain to uh, to get that victory, uh, Danhausen brings PCO back to Ring of Honor to answer Brian Johnson's open challenge, and uh, PCO was able to get the victory in that one. And Angelina Love got the win over Quinn McKay in Quinn's Ring of Honor debut, uh, of course, with help from Mandy Leone, but... Uh, yeah, this was my first time seeing Quinn McKay in the ring. I, I've, you know, been following Quinn for a long time. Obviously, see her on Ring of Honor every week. I knew she was a wrestler in the independent scene, but hadn't, uh, you know, hadn't wrestled in Ring of Honor. So this was the first time I got to see Quinn in the ring, and she is so damn good, and she is just in phenomenal shape. I mean, if you follow her on social media, you know, you see the the pictures that she puts up. She is just in ridiculous shape. And uh, but yeah, very good match between Angelina and Quinn. Angelina did get the victory, so Quinn unfortunately did not qualify to for the uh, uh, Ring of Honor Women's Championship tournament, which uh, you know was the the stipulation for the match. If Quinn won, she was she was entered. So uh, we'll have to see where this is going to go because it's definitely not over yet. Uh, again, if you follow on social media, Quinn has now challenged Mandy Leone to a match. So hopefully that one will get uh, get made sometime here in the near future. <laughs> 
little bit of New Japan news. Uh, Team Filthy uh, has turned on Chris Dickinson, which, uh, yeah, Dickinson will be getting a title match against Lawler for the New Japan Strong Championship uh, coming up in two weeks. So I'm sure that's what uh, what instigated the uh, the turn, as it were. Some NWA news going on here. Uh, Nick Aldis called off the Tag Team Championship match that was supposed to happen this week because champions can't compete in the number one contender battle royal coming up, so obviously he wants his people in that battle royal. Uh, and Matt Cross is your new number one contender for the TV championship, so we've got uh, Matt Cross versus the Pope in our near future, and that uh, is going to be a damn good match between those two guys. So let's get into WrestleMania Backlash coming up tonight. Uh, starting off, Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Uh, I got to go with Damian Priest in this one. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not uh, not even sure what else to say about that one. I mean, the you know, Priest is uh, looks to be getting a pretty good push right now. So I've got I've got to go with Damian Damian Priest in this one. Uh, we've got Ziggler and Rude defending the SmackDown Tag Team Titles against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I'm picking Ray and Dominic. I, I think it's I think it's time let them have a run as tag champions. First time they'll be the first ever father and son tag team champions, and you know I think uh, you know I think it's their time. So uh, I'm going with Ray and Dominic on this one. Uh, we've got for the Raw Women's Championship a triple threat match: Rhea Ripley, Oscar, and Charlotte Flair. Um, now I'm wondering if we're going to see an appearance from Alexa Bliss and Lily during this one, but uh, barring that, I'm I'm picking Rhea to retain. I don't I don't think they're going to put the title on Charlotte just yet, but I could be wrong. You know, we could see Sonya Deville do something to give Charlotte an advantage, and we could see Charlotte come out with the championship. But you know, that's all just speculation. My my pick in this one, Rhea Ripley retains. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. Uh, I'm picking Bianca to retain. I don't, um, yeah, I don't see them taking the title off of her this quickly. She just won it at WrestleMania. I think she's going to have a little bit of a run with it. I don't see them taking it off of her a month later. Uh, and then for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Um, I'm thinking Lashley's going to retain. I don't, uh, again, I don't think they're going to take the title off of him. He's been too strong as a champion and has gotten, you know, gotten over with, with fans as champion. I mean, he is a, uh, he's a good champion. He's a believable champion. And, uh, so yeah, I think, I think they, I think they leave the title on Lashley still for, for a while yet. Um, then for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defending against Cesaro. As much as I would love to see Cesaro get even just a short reign as Universal Champion, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Roman Reigns retaining, obviously with some help from, from the Usos. But, uh, yeah, Roman, Roman Reigns to retain in that one. So let's just recap real quick here. Roman Reigns to retain, Bobby Lashley to retain, Bianca Belair to retain, Rhea Ripley to retain. The only title change I've got going on is Ray and Dominic winning the SmackDown Tag Team titles and Damian Priest defeating uh, The Miz in their Lumberjack match. So that is my preview and predictions for WrestleMania Backlash coming up in just a little while here today. And uh, just a couple of miscellaneous notes. Uh, apparently Zelina Vega, or Thea Trinidad, whatever you want to call her, has been back at the WWE Performance Center and apparently will be returning to WWE, if you believe the, the rumors that are out there, and possibly in a program with her husband, Aleister Black. Of course, we've been seeing vignettes from Aleister Black on SmackDown the last few weeks, uh, kind of hyping up his return. So, you know, apparently, uh, if you don't remember, Zelina Vega, Thea Trinidad, was let go a couple months ago for violating the WWE's policy on third-party platforms because she didn't take down her Twitch stream, and she started an OnlyFans account and stuff like that, so she was let go, but apparently is going to be returning. So I think it'll be interesting to see her in some type of program with Aleister Black um, as his manager, possibly, or who knows. So we'll have to wait and see because, again, at this point, it's all rumors. I mean, yes, she's at the Performance Center, so that kind of lets you know they're, you know, they, they are going to be hiring her back or have hired her back, and she'll be back on TV relatively soon. But uh, beyond that, <clears throat> you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much all that's actually known talking about the performance center and as well as monday night raw apparently velveteen dream has been back around um don't know exactly what that means is he going to be back on tv is he going to be part of raw 
Um, or is he just, you know, training to uh, to make his return? He hasn't been on TV since December. So, you know, who knows what's, uh, what's going to happen with Velveteen Dream. But he has been apparently back in the Performance Center and has been backstage at Raw in recent weeks. So that is going to wrap things up for news and rumors and results and previews and predictions for this week. So right now I'm going to throw it over to Charlie G, and he is here with your Indie Cut. Thank you, Tom, and happy 150th show. Hey there, wrestling friends. I'm Charlie G with this week's Indie Cut. We've been, we begin with uh, the Beyond Project Reality, the show I missed last week. Uh, that was on Thursday, May 6th. We had Chris Dickinson defeat Teddy Goods. Uh, Ashley Vox and Dami Exo defeat Lady Frost and Victor Benjamin. Matt Mikowski defeated Richard Holiday. Kimberly defeated Masa Slamovich. And then for the IWTV Independent Wrestling title, uh, Wheeler Yuta defeated champion Lee Mariari to become a new champion. In what was a 52-minute match, which I must say was pretty awesome uh, for those 52 minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, on to Friday, May 7th, and Westside Extreme Wrestling. Uh, we Love Wrestling number 11 from Germany. Uh, where the WXW Shotgun title is on the line with champion Norman Harras defeating Gallius Jr. Uh, back here in the States, we have Southern Honor Wrestling uh, from Canton, Georgia. For the SHW tag titles, Chip Day and Kyle Matthews defeated champions Corey Hollis and Michael Judas to become the champion. Uh, Danny Jordan defeated Catalina Perez. And in a bunkhouse brawl tag team match, Logan Creed and Sunny Days defeated Austin Towers and David Ali. Uh, down to Resolute Wrestling. Resolute afflicted, afflicted. Sorry about that. From Crossville, Tennessee. For the Resolute uh, tag titles, uh, Brett Eisen and Caleb defeated champions the Lucha Raider and the Skullquisitor to become the champions. Uh, Facade and J Zach Nystrom defeated Danny Moe and Jace Carr. And for the Resolute Pound for Pound title, champion Sean Simmons defeated Andrew Thomas. Over to Pearl South Wrestling from Piedmont, Alabama. For their PSW YouTube title, Super Chat Lumberjack Match, uh, champion James Hardy defeated Caden Odin, and for the PSW All Out title, uh, Reynolds defeated champion Brandon Watley to become new champion. Over to Lucha Libre and Laughs, How I Spent My Summer Vacation from Denver, Colorado. Further heavyweight title in a triple threat match, champion Anaya defeated Balium Lynx, Lynx and Mike Seidel. Uh, then for the heavyweight title, the champion Anaya defeated Mike Seidel. And in a tag team title match, champions Bruce Rogers and Hunter Gray defeated Heidi ha Howitzer and Leon R Ravage. Okay, got that. Horror Slam Wrestling from Brownstone, Michigan. Uh, Horror Slam Beer and Fight on a Friday Night. Uh, Effie defeated Alex Van Zant and Jeremiah Goldman. Goldman. And for the uh, number contendership match, John Wayne Murdoch defeated Aiden Blackheart. Uh, down to Alterna Pro Wrestling Spring Break Bash from Royston, Georgia. For the APW Southern States title, champion Scott Mason defeated Jackson Carter. And for the North Georgia title, champion Caleb Crocker defeated Jeremy Vane. On to Saturday, May 8th. And PWA Black Label Aussie Open versus Bala Cities from Sydney, Australia, uh, which was on Fight TV. Uh, Mick Moretti defeated Carter Deems. And for the PWA tag titles, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis defeated champions Jude London and Paris De Silva to become new champions. 
up to catch Argentino Torino Condor number seven uh, from Buenos Aires, Argentina. It was on YouTube, so you can ch uh, look up Catch Argentino as the promotion. And for the Condor Argentina title, Touring Condor, that's a vacant title, uh, Razor defeated Full Gas. Yeah, okay. Nice names. Over to Ice Insane Championship Wrestling, Fight Club 170 from Glasgow, Scotland. Of course, you can find that on the network. Uh, then we got Pro Progress Wrestling, Chapter 110, uh, Skeleton Head from London, England. Uh, it's on demand, progress.com, or probably on the Peacock Network soon, or if it's not already, sorry, you know. Uh, for the Progress Tag Title Tournament Semifinal Match, uh, Kid Lycos and Kid Lycos Second defeated Charlie Sterling and Nick Riley. And in another semifinal match, Ethan Allen and Luke Jacobs defeated Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper. Uh, in a non-title match, Cara Noir defeated Malik. And for the Progress Women's title, best of three series, uh, match number two, Giselle Shaw defeated Kanji. So they're tied 1-1. Back here in the States for WrestleMerica Mayhem from Brownsville, Georgia. Kenzie Page defeated Danny Moe. Sal Renaro defeated Michael Stevens. And Bosworth, Jackson Slade, and Neil Koloff defeated Cyrus Destroyer, Michael Judas, and Mike Payne. To, over to Russell against Hunger from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Further WAH title, champion Cody Burns defeated Aronaut. Uh, Reese defeated El Gringo Loco. And in the number one contendership match, Rob Cabela defeated Goldeneye and Ray Martinez. Uh, back over to Southern Violence and Wrestling, it was Ollie Dream from Athens, Georgia. Billy Starks defeated Charlie Punk. Uh, for the Haas Fight title, champion Austin Towers defeated Aiden Wright. And for the heavyweight title, uh, Charlie Anarchy defeated champion Axel Foley to become new champion. Axel Foley, nice name there, Axel. <laughs> Up to Great Lakes Championship Wrestling, Two Sweet Two from Cedarburg, Wisconsin. For the Great Lakes Tag Titles, uh, champions Jeff Luxon and Ryan Cross defeated Marche Rocket and TW3. Uh, in a singles match with special referee Buff Bagwell, Cal Hero defeated Coda Jacobs. And for the Great Lakes Heavyweight title, champion Backwoods Brown defeated Jake Something. I had to call that a minor upset there. Uh, over to Emerge Wrestling, Emerge 55 Resurgent from Traffinger, Indiana. Okay, somewhere in Indiana, we'll put it like that. For the Emerge Tag Titles, champion Eric Draven and Roger Malcolm defeated... Chris Copeland and Jack Andrews. Cole Radrick defeated Trey Lamar. That'd be a really good match. Uh, for the Emerge Women's title, uh, Charlie Cruel defeated champion Haley Shadows to become new champion. And for the Emerge title, champion Justin Kyle defeated PB Smooth. Uh, to core professional, core professional Wrestling from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. For the CPW heavyweight title, champion Double D de uh, defeated Wesley Crane. And a six-man tag, Drake Gallows, Skylar Slice, and Tommy Dean defeated Double D, Kilsta, and Sameda. Uh, to All-Pro Championship Wrestling from Douglasville, Georgia. For their tag titles, uh, Rude Boy and Zero defeated champions... Bryce Cannon and Zach Mosley to become the champion. Uh, for the heavyweight title, uh, Damian Bennett defeated champion Landon Hale to become the champion. And for the number one contendership match, they had a battle royal, and Landon Hale won that. Up to Zoa Live, La Grapple and La Grotto from Peru, Illinois. Uh, Kristen Rose defeated JJ Garrett. And for the Zawa title, Champion Connor Hopkins defeated Jay Fowler. Uh, 
uh, all the way up to Rio Canadian Wrestling Uprising Episode 2 on YouTube and from uh, Alberta, Canada. For the Canadian Heavyweight Title, Champion Heavy Metal defeated Dalton Rogue. Uh, we head down to Mexico for Criminal Wrestling Senso. It was a freelance show where Ariz, Latigo, and Toxin defeated Jimmy, Commander, and Ninja Mac. Uh, that's why I believe Ariz was not at um, AAW last Friday because he had to go to Mexico. I guess he had to. Uh, then we had a CMLL show um, and a six-man tag. Angel Dura, El Terrible, and Mephisto defeated uh, Carvernario, uh, Soberano Jr., and Titan by DQ. And Caristico defeated Negro Casas. On to Sunday, May 9th, Oz Academy Spring Storm Assault, where Aquino defeated May Saruga. Uh, 6-1 tag, Aja Kong lost that match. And, and for the Azakami tag titles, uh, Asuki Ooki and Tsubasa Karagaki defeated champions Kari Yoniyama and Yu to become new champions. Uh, Ice Driven, new Ice Driven 11-17 in Skip City. Uh, where Suzy Suzuki's hardcore determination 7th Seven match series, fifth match. Uh, Isami Kodeka defeated Suzy Suzuki in about 15 minutes. To DDT Ultimate Tag League 2021 in Corrigan Hall. Uh, Soder Ultimate Tag League match. Antonio Honda and Chris Brooks defeated Jun Akiyama and Mikado Oshi. Uh, and Daisuke Sasaki with and Uji Hino took on Kensuke Takshita and Shuma Katsumata and they went to a 30-minute draw. Down to Future Wrestling Australia, Road to Glory from New South Wales, Australia. Further FWA Women's Title, Champion Xena defeated Drew Dewhurst. Uh, back here in the States, All-Star Pro Wrestling from Bethany, Oklahoma. For the ASP Tag Titles, Champions Malik Mayfield and Maui Mike defeated Derek James and Warren Powers. And for the ASP all-time title five-way musical chairs match, don't look at me, Erica defeated champion Brandon Barricade, C.M. Burnham, Father Page, and Jeff the Ref. So Erica is your new title holder there. <laughs> uh, down to International Wrestling Revolution Group, Ray Del Ring. From Mexico, for Ray Del Air title, Dragon Bane defeated Ninja Mac, and further IWRG Ray the Ring title, which is vacant, El Hiel Del Canis Lupus defeated Demonte Azul by DQ, but he still won the title. Uh, on to Monday, May 10th, and Tokyo Pro, that's JPW number nine. This is their, this is their English match, Yuki Kamafuki. Fuku <laughs> defeated Pam Harajuku. Got a little ahead of myself there. Uh, this is a pretty decent match between those two. On uh, to DDT Ultimate Tag League uh, 2021 and Wrestle Universal. Uh, so we had Daisuke Sasaki and Yuji Hino pick up their third point, defeating Antonio Honda and Chris Brooks. And then we had Kosada Huguchi and Yukio Sakaguchi pick up their second point, defeating. Kensuki Takshida and Shuma Katsumata. And then Kaliga Pro started their week long event on YouTube. To Tuesday, May 11th. Kaliga uh, Pro, like I said, A Absolute Intense Wrestling, Go for Broke number 6 from Cleveland, Ohio. On IWTV, IWTV PB Smooth defeated Dominic Greeny. And Trailer Mar defeated Sidney Von England. Uh, then CMLL had a back a Tuesday show uh, with their with their trios title tournament semifinal best two out three fall matches. There's two of those. Uh, you can check those out as you wish if you can find them. I'm not getting into all, I'm not getting into all those names. And to Wednesday, May 12th, 
That's J. That's J. Tokyo Pro. That's JPW number ten. Uh, Shoka Nakajima defeated Marika Kabashi. Uh, Marika showed uh, very much improvement in this match, so check that out if you can. Uh, seedling special night number two. Uh, so they had Narushu Nakajima, Roni Hana, and Naina Takahashi defeat Asuka, Hanako Nakamori, and Makato. Uh, Basara Basara 155. <laughs> I knew I'd get that eventually. For their Iron Fist tag titles, uh, champions Daki. Mamora and Usami Kodaka defeated Arato Nakatsu and Sagat. Oh, that actually went to a time limit draw. And then for the Union Pro Max title champion Takuma Sakamoto defeated Masato Kamino. Uh, Gatamu Chaka Pro uh, 115 on YouTube. I uh, actually caught the end of this show, and it was very interesting with Chris Brooks taking on Emi Sakura. Uh, it went to a 19-minute no, no contest because Chris Brooks went wild and took on the whole crew, including the cameraman and everyone. This, Chris Brooks went wild, put it like that. So check that out if you wish. Uh, Pro. Then we go to Thursday, May 13th. Click Pro, Ohio Valley Wrestling TV, 11.35. For the OVW Kentucky Heavyweight Title Tournament first round match, Tony Bezel defeated Chris Michaels. Uh, Haley J defeated Mickey Knuckles and Zoe Sky. And then back to the tournament, it was Tony Gunn defeating Shane Mercer. Uh, heavy Metal Wrestling, grind number six on YouTube. For the Heavy Metal Tag Titles, uh, Matt the Wrestler and Mel 5K defeated champions Gordon Great and Gregory Great to become new champions. Uh, to H2O Wrestling, Pay Your Dues 4, Put Up or Shut Up on IWTV. Uh, for H2O Tag Titles, Triangle Ladder Match, uh, Chris Bradley and Kristen Ross defeated uh, Austin Luke and Marcus Mathers, as well as champions. Ron Mathis and Tyler Vox to become the champions. Homicide defeated Declan Grant. And for the hybrid title and a five-white scramble, champion Mouse defeated Aiden Bale, Drew Blood, Mark Angel, and Reed Walker. And to Friday, May 14th, Sunday Girls Spring Easter, uh, Day 3 took place. Uh, Dragon Gate. King and the Gate Day 1 took place with King and the Gate Block A, B, and C matches. Uh, then there was a Cherry Real Birthday Box Office show where Rina Yamashita and Yuki Yuko Miyamoto defeated Cherry and Usami Kodaka. Uh, Power Slam Wrestling from South Australia, Australia. Power Slam 6 for the Power Slam Wrestling title. Champion Havoc defeated Down Under. Uh, up to Westside Extreme Wrestling. We Love Wrestling number 12. From Germany, of course. Where they had a Unified World Wrestling title. Number con Contendership Battle Royal. And Lavino won that. Uh, to Action Wrestling Boogie Nights from Tyrone, Georgia. And IWTV. Kevin Koo defeated Logan Aston. Easton LaRue, a really cool match. And for the action title, champion Eric Royal defeated Dominic Greeny. And a, you can consider it as a good hoss fight there. And then action was back in action, back, action was back later that night with To The Moon, and also on IWTV, with Cabana Man Dan defeating Shook D, and JD Drake defeated Jaden Newman. Uh, New Japan Strong, number 40, Collision, Day 2, with Rocky Romero defeating AJZ, Fred Rosser and Leo Rush defeated Al, Fantasmi, Al Fantasmo and Hikaleo. That was a pretty good match. And then in an 8-man elimination tag, Chris Dickinson, Danny Limelight, J.R. Krotos, and Tom Lawler defeated Brody King, Clock Kerners, Carl Fredericks, and TJP. Uh, then there was a super kicked unlisted number 29 on YouTube. 
from Canada. So check that out if you wish. Uh, then to earlier today, Saturday, May 15th, Wave Saturday Night Fever 2021, where they had a Catch the Wave 2021 Young Block A and B matches. Uh, Noah uh, All Out Attack 2021, where Masaki Masazuki and Masato Tanaka defeated Kaito Kiyomiya and Yushiko, Yusiki Unamura. And then Hayata Yoshinaro Ogawa and Kenji Mudo defeated Daisuke Hirata, Najimi O'Hara, and Momichi Mirafuji. Ice Ribbon 1118 took place, where Cherry and Obeki Hoshi, Hoshi defeated Risa Sara and Suzy Suzuki. Uh, Dragon Gate King of the Gate Day 2 play, took place, where Gamma Ultimo Dragon defeated Punch Tamanaga and Yusaki Yosuke Santa Maria and then they also had King of the Gate block A, B, and C matches. Uh, DDT Ultimate Tag League in Sendai. Uh, where uh, Hirata and Saki Akai defeated Densu Godino and Shuma Katsumata. That'd be interesting. And then for the Ultimate Tag League matches Kasasada Higuchi and Yukio Sakaguchi got their fourth point, defeating Antonio Honda and Chris Brooks. <laughs> and Juniakiyama with Mikado Oshi got their second point, defeating Daisuke Sasaki and Yuji Hino. <laughs> uh, then it was Gotta Move Chaka Pro 1116 on YouTube. And then Kalika Pro, of course. Uh, so that's a wrap for me. Until next time, with more indie matches and other news from around the wrestling world, uh, peace to uh, New Jack. And then if you're watching on YouTube, yes, that is a Hannah Kimura uh, show coming up on May 22nd or May 23rd in Japan. Uh, they will be doing a honor show in her honor. I uh, figured put it up early if anyone wants to see it. It will be on Fight TV, so check that out. Um, May 22nd at 9 p.m. Central Time here in the States. Uh, I implore you to check it out. Um, it should be a great show. So don't forget to look up more of those Twitch streams and YouTube channels for other wrestling content. Thank you for watching or listening. Hope you enjoyed the cut. Keep safe, take care, and be kind to one. Back to you, Tom. All right, thank you, Charlie. So uh, we're going to keep rolling right along into the next segment of the show where I get to play armchair promoter and you know that's called the fantasy booker so this fantasy booker is one that i i would not have thought about a year ago or even six months ago or even three months ago but uh now that that we've seen this one particular guy make his return and the the way that he has been booked and showcased i want to see this match and it is lance archer versus w morrissey former former big cast because uh everybody knows archer the murder hawk monster big huge dude just throws everybody around and just decimates his opponents and Morrissey has been booked pretty much the same way. Again, you know, he's a seven-footer, got to be close to 300 pounds, jacked to the freaking roof, uh, has gotten in phenomenal shape since he's been away from uh, from wrestling for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, would, I just want to see these two guys go in there and beat the hell out of each other. You know, just two big, tall, tough, strong guys. And... Uh, I think this would be a hell of a match, and hey, you never know. I mean, with the relationship with AEW and Impact, it's a possibility. Um, I don't know what kind of story would be behind it. I really don't care. I just want to see the match. So, uh, yeah, Lance Archer and W. Morrissey. So somebody booked this match somewhere, <laughs> okay? I, I don't I don't care where it happens. I don't care when it happens. I just want to see it. Hell, maybe, maybe Warrior Wrestling can book it. Who knows? So... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that that is the fantasy booker for this week, Lance Archer versus W. Morrissey. So we are going to get into our last segment of the show here where I typically talk about some kind of unpopular opinion, and that is called the Weekly Hot Take.
All right, so my hot take for this week is this. Roman Reigns wants to be recognized and acknowledged as the head of the table, the tribal chief, and and all that kind of good stuff, which is great. I I love heel Roman. I like his persona. I like his demeanor. I like the fact that he's with Paul Heyman, who is the, the best promo in the game, and you know, Roman himself is getting better with his promos. Uh, there's just there's one little piece that's missing as far as I'm concerned. And it, it, it's small. This might be nitpicky on my part. And if it is, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. Dress the part. I, I'm sorry. Stop wearing track pants all the time. You know, if you go back to Roman's NXT debut, however many years ago that was... You know, you saw him with the suits, because that was his persona. He was a heel. He was like, a, you know, almost like an MJF type thing. I'm not saying go that route, that full-on route. Keep the persona and everything he's got right now, but dress the part. That, that to me, is one little piece that's missing that I think would just complete the the package, the Roman that we're seeing right now. He, he's changed his entrance music, finally changed his ring gear a little bit or at least enough he got rid of the flak vest and that kind of thing you know just this one last piece to kind of do away with the old roman get away from the track pants and the t-shirts when he's just out there for a promo put on a suit and that will just take it to that next level of that arrogant heel i'm the best i'm the top i'm better than everybody and you know i i'm the man that so that to me is just the one final little piece that's missing to complete the the Roman Reigns character that we have now. Like I said, maybe I'm being nitpicky. If I am, I'm sorry, but that's that's my observation on it. So uh, you know, take it for what it is. But uh, anyway, that is gonna wrap things up for this week. Uh, again, I want to thank everybody for watching, listening, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to check out the website catchhookshoot.com for all the uh, podcasts, interviews, videos, the CHS shop. Um, we've got uh, a couple of couple of big interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, you know, definitely keep an eye out for those. I think you guys are going to enjoy those. They'll be coming out in two weeks, I think. So I'm not going to tell you too much more, but a couple, couple of big interviews coming up. And, uh, yeah, make sure you are following on social media at Catch Hook Shoot on all platforms. Uh, head to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for bonus content, which drops at the beginning of every month, uh, as well as the uh, the trivia contest over there for a chance to win a free t-shirt, so head over there and check that out. Make sure to subscribe to twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot for our next watch party, whenever that's going to be. It'll be announced on social media. Head to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot for your t-shirt needs, and you can find all that and more at linktree slash catchhookshoot, or scan this QR code right here in the corner of your screen if you're on YouTube. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So we will be back next week with uh, all the results from WrestleMania Backlash and everything coming out of that. See how how my predictions did. So uh, until then, hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy all the great wrestling coming up this week, and I will talk to you guys soon.